Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. I'm obviously tardy. (laughs) (laughs) Jay's going to put that in the front for sure. No, Alyssa's not going to wait around. She's going to get something done. I'm I'm like, like, you like this house? We've been in here three minutes. We got to go. I'm like, we got to go. This is me. Take your time. (laughs) Maybe a podcast. Oh, you think I'd be good at a podcast? I think that would be perfect for I don't you. know. I'm not super bubbly. Well, you know that. But I've... <laughs> Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Okay, well, now we can start again. Okay, ready. (laughs) (laughs) Shake it off. Shake it off. Hi, hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. It's episode 163. Awesome. And we are leaning into our strengths. What do we say in our intro? We say... Stop comparing yourself and start embracing embracing your strengths. Embracing your own strengths. Which I think follows really well with our episode, the you know, listening to your inner voice. Yes. A few weeks ago. Yes. So go back and listen to that one too, because I feel like you really need to know your strengths so that you know how to best listen to what you need. Right. Listen to that intuition. We have a lot of personality focused episodes. We do. Even Enneagram. Yeah. That was one of my favorite ones. We should do another. (sighs) Enneagram is so interesting. Maybe we should just replay that one. Right. Oh, that's a good idea. We'll wait till the holidays yeah, yeah. when That'd we be like good. to do a replay. Okay. Um, but any type of personality assessment, any type of, you know, journaling practice or anything that'll really kind of help you hone in on who you are, like who are you, will also help you figure out what your strengths are. Oh, wait. Oh, God. <laughs> beep, 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 do, do, do. The flipper board <laughs> that we had to really break in there. The tile is here. Oh, is it is. Yeah. Okay, where do we get tile? In the kitchen? Okay, so the kitchen and the bathrooms are the same tile. Okay. There are these big gray rectangles, mm-hmm. but they're kind of a warm gray. Okay. And then the walls of the bathroom are going to be bigger subway tiles. Okay. Um, like the whole wall. Color? White. Mm-hmm. And the laundry room tile. Oh, let me see. Is in. Show us and our okay. friends on YouTube. Yeah, I'm going to show YouTube, and everyone else will just have to wait until, until you I post it. it. Love it. <gasps> oh, it's How in. Fun is that? Glorious. It's glorious. Okay, YouTube. Can you see it? I love a pattern tile. It's so fun. It's so fun. That's and the it's laundry. Just like yeah, and it's kind of like a concrete yeah tile. Uh-huh. So it's not like slick. It it feels very authentic and and just yes, like a natural vibe. Yeah, and it's, it's obviously like, patterned, but it's it feels European know. to me. Yeah. Does it have like a I just, European? I just vibe? love it. I wish I had floor in my personal home. Mm-hmm. Like my entire house is stained concrete. Oh, which is right. well, perfect for our life. Yes, but you could put floor on top of that anytime you choose. Well, that's the hard part is that I feel like if you ever wanted to add flooring, you mm-hmm. have to do the whole house. Because there's no like, yeah, It doesn't right. connect levels anywhere. Will work. The levels yeah, will work. yeah. Like, if I ha- I, like I would love to have a fun tile in my laundry room, but then it connects to the hall and it just – This is Pandora's box. Right. It, it just doesn't stop. Okay. Um, and so I also am fi- finalized exterior colors. Okay. They changed ever so slightly. What is it now? Sherwin-Williams um, before I, it was Soji? That's still the, the primary Got it. Okay. Color. Instead of tricorn black, mm-hmm. the color is green black. Oh, green black. It yes. was so funny because mm-hmm. my contractor was like, green or black? I no, was like, green no, black. no, green black. He was like, <laughs> no? That's, I was like, no, green black is the color. That's a very southern thing. Did you know that? I didn't know. Green black is like kind of one of those standard 
traditional southern shutter colors. Oh. Green, black. Okay. Okay. Um, but it was a really funny conversation because he was like, <laughs> green or black? And I was like, green, green black. black. And no. And so I had to pull up, oh, green, black, green, black. I'm like, yes. Yes, yes together. See, si, see, si, senor. <laughs> um, and so that is still the same. And then she, uh, Brandy yes. said, go with Oyster Bay. Okay. Um, under for like sighting and under the carport. Okay, like the soffit fascia mm-hmm. situation. Okay, I think. I'll have to All right. Okay, that. great. Oyster Bay. Um, and it was funny because I had I I was nervous that I was gonna tell him the colors wrong, so I asked for his contractor's pencil, and I just wrote them on the wall. That's a genius idea. So I was like, you cannot. You Don't know. get this wrong. Yeah, it's it is what it is. Okay, so. That's what's happening now, paint? Yeah, and the whole – so I had told you all that the laundry room wasn't properly drained. Mm-hmm. And so now there's a giant gaping hole. <laughs> um, Great. Look at it. <gasps> I did see a picture of – wow, that's a big hole. Yeah. Oh, I might have already shared that. Show it to YouTube. I mean, if we're um, going <laughs> to – Here's the giant gaping hole. The giant hole. gaping hole. I was like, oh, my gosh. But – um. It's really coming along. I just love the house. I have a buyer that's very anxious to see it. I'm thinking if the floor gets all done this week, I'll show it to her. I just wanted it to be a little further along. See, yeah. This is the kitchen floor. Oh, very pretty. Yeah, just, just clean and, okay. and uh, you know. So simple, you but. gave the buyer a price? Um, I did. Okay. I did. And so it was so funny. This is total side note unrelated, but we were, you know, deep in the trenches of explaining the four different colors, right. you know, because before I had someone actually helping me, I was like, just paint everything blue. I don't care. Right. You're like, one color, everything's the same. And then, you know, you hire someone and, and Brandy's like, like, okay, the trim is this we need and dimension. the siding is this. And, th- and I was like, how am I going to explain this to him? Right. And you could see the confusion on his face like, okay, okay. And he was like, well, not see, blue, just yeah, blue. Just everything. He said, we don't paint everything white. I said, "It's a, they're all white. They're just, you know, there's Oyster Bay white and there's Shoji white. And <laughs> <laughs> you're said, like, listen, it's going to look like white. It's funny though, because I felt like him. Like yeah. I, I was like, listen, I know, I know, but I'm trying to be better. And so we're going to try to do this a little well, stylish. Well, buyer ap- appreciates it. Yeah. It, and I'm excited to see it. So, Oh, fun. Is this it? Yeah. See see the bigger tiles this time? Oh, I like It'll that. It'll go all the way up. Uh-huh. Just, Very yeah. nice. Very so. nice. Okay. All right. So do 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 beep green black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the end. All right. Back to leaning into your strengths. I said before we started, I feel like my notes sort of went down a tangent of of, of sorts. In so, what way? I don't – well, we'll just get there. Okay. Let's start with – do you want to just kind of go tell us what your strengths are, you would say? Well, I think the reason that I liked preparing for this episode is because there are – other agents that I admire Mm -hmm. that I look at and I'm like, man, I wish I had this or that or was better at this or that. And then then there's agents that look at you and like feel the same way. And so really understanding why knowing your strengths is important. Yes. Will also dictate like the kind of like how we don't want to be everybody's realtor. Yep. Your strengths will attract the people that Mm -hmm. need your strengths. Yep. So the things that are important to them is what will draw them to you. Oh, yeah. I had your vibe will attract your tribe, which applies to so many things when you're in your real estate career. But when you put out there what you're good at, Mm -hmm. then you'll get the right people who need that 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 thing. Yeah. Right? Or maybe you're good at solving problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have a challenging home. Maybe you're good at therapy. <laughs> Listening. And they, they need some help with their, <laughs> you know, communicating with a difficult partner or dealing with a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a divorce or an inheritance or something where being able to deal with a lot of personality types would be very beneficial to that person. Yeah. I have one of those right now. Yeah. With an inherited property where there's a lot of different personalities that have inherited it. And that isn't something just anyone can like lean into. I'm like, 
I'm good at being a punching bag. I'm yeah. good at like communicating. I feel like those things serve me well in those situations. Yeah. So then I could always go to, you know, an estate lawyer and be like, hey, my skill set is communicating with lots of heirs and, you know, selling property, which can be complicated, you know, if you ever need to send someone my way. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm good at. Right. That's very specialized. Yeah. So I guess that's what happened to me. My notes started to get very much about niche. Okay. Yeah. That in relation sense. to your strengths, right? Yeah. So whatever your strengths are should inform the type of person you're working with. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you, what would you say some of your strengths are? I feel like the, the number one thing I wrote down is that I feel like a lot of realtors struggle with talking about the financial loan side, the mm-hmm. pre-approval process, um, pushing that, encouraging it. And that's like my favorite part. You're like a money person. Yeah. I am not a money person. And I think that because whenever I was a new agent, Connie drilled into my head and so did Tracy, who is our in-house loan officer. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, y'all, you do not need to be showing houses if, if their numbers haven't been checked. Right. And so to me, I just thought, this is this is obvious. This is yes, right. of course. That's that's what I was taught from day one. Right. And so then I realized other agents struggle with this because they don't even want to bring it up. They don't. They, they yeah. don't want to ask. They don't want to talk about it. And to me, it's like as easy as saying, "I like your shirt." Right. It's like we have to do this. Yeah. And I and it's fun. Right. And you're, you're going to enjoy it and feel good after. And it's scary, but I think I always enjoyed, even if it was someone who went in. And maybe was not approved. Right. But they came out excited because they had a plan. Well, and they were nervous before to even find out what the plan was. Or they just assumed I'll never – even me, when I bought my very first house, coming out of bad credit from college mistakes and, you know, all of that stuff, when I went and got approved for my mortgage, I was like, wait a minute. They're going to let me buy a house? Yeah. This is very exciting. So I do think that that's, that's a good strength. Yeah. And a very important one. It's definitely the one like I enjoy the most. And then kind of some sub characteristics of that. I feel that I'm very, I know the process. So I feel very confident and and guiding them, Mm -hmm. coaching them, telling them like, this is what we do. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to leave it up to you, the consumer, Mm -hmm. to get us through the process and be like, just tell me what you want. Like, I'm very hands-on. Oh, it's so funny you said it that way. I have a client right now that keeps referring to realtors. He says, I think realtors have become order takers. And when you just said it, it kind of, you know, like those type of agents who are just like, tell me what you want. Yeah. And I'll just, okay, okay. I'll just do whatever you say. (laughs) I'm like, I don't agree with that assessment from my seller, but I'm like, listen, he wasn't talking about me. there's a reason that he sees that, you know, he sees that elsewhere. Well, I think that some of the things you just mentioned are natural you naturally come to as your strengths the longer you're in the business Mm -hmm. being good at communicating giving advice coaching through the process the more comfortable you are with the process the more comfort the more confident you'll become and the easier it will be to give that type of guidance yeah because i would consider that one of my strengths too Mm -hmm. even though maybe you're a money person i'm not a money person i still have learned enough about all the parts of the process that i don't feel uncomfortable sure okay any other strengths for yourself um I had just random characteristics, okay. but what about you? I put some random characteristics as well, but I would, if I was looking at parts of the real estate process, I would say design and staging would be one of yes. my like things. Like, right, yes. this is the thing I love to do. This is the thing I feel like I have sort of a natural talent towards, and that would be something I want to share with my clients and my sphere, so that they're like, oh yeah, Katie's great with staging. Mm-hmm. I need to sell my house. I know it looks like kind of, you know, mishmash, disaster, whatever, I'm going to reach out to her because she's going to help me get there or prepare for. And so that also then makes me very confident when I'm going on listing appointments because I'm like, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I can see where you should paint a wall or move a piece of furniture. See, or- and some agents are so scared to say, you know, Mr. Seller, this paint color is not going to work. But that's something right. that is so easy for you right. so to have that conversation. So if that's your strength, you have to speak to it yeah, and, and point it out. And, and this is always when I think about these things, it's like, what do you pursue yourself as? I mean, 
portray yourself as on social media. Mm-hmm. What do you when you talk to people about the real estate real estate in your job? What do you talk about? If people ask you, "How's the market? How's your job? How are things going?" Oh, so great! I just staged this amazing house. I love being able to see the before and after, and getting my sellers to like get on board, and then they do the work, and then it sells so easily, and the process is so fun. You can say that to your mom when she asks you, "How's your job going?" Like, or yeah, or your yeah. or your dentist, or what you know what? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be oh. Job's good. Market's busy. The mm-hmm. end. I mean, you could talk about, oh, I'm really working on whatever, mm-hmm. whatever your strengths and your kind of like little niche niches. I well, think. if that's the part you enjoy, then the more that you share that that's what you're doing, people yeah. are like, man, I need to call her because I need to sell my house and like, I need some guidance and direction. I have no idea how to prepare. Yes. Right. Yes. I think that's a great one. Um, we talked before, I think we got on the show, um, episode 77 is the real estate virtues. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, I don't know what my strengths are. I don't know how any of my personality plays into real estate. Go listen to that episode because we talk about patience and communication and like all these things that are really the things that are going to help you in a real estate career. Yeah. I love that one. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm super patient. Oh, Oh, I've had clients mm-hmm. even mention it. Like, wow, you are really patient. <laughs> and I'm like, I take that as a great compliment. I don't know if anyone's ever said that to me in well, my life. Okay, that's all right. Personally. See, we have different strengths. Professionally. They're like, no, Alyssa's not going <laughs> to wait around. She's going to get something done. I'm, I'm like, like, you like this house? We've been we, in here three minutes. We got to go. I'm like, we gotta go. this is me. <laughs> take your time. Everything's fine. We're going to be. I really had a client who was like, wow. And I don't even think they were being over the top. She's like, we've been in this house for so long. You're so patient. Thank you so much for dealing with us. We've seen so many houses. I'm like, you've seen like five (laughs) and you don't even take that long. But I guess, you know, you can get a vibe from someone, right? Yeah. If I'm like, I truly am not trying to rush you in or out of the door. Like, that's just who I am. Just a patient person. So that's come up. Um, I think we're both excellent communicators. Yes. Hence the email templates. Yeah. <laughs> like we're like, oh, we let's make a template for this. Yeah. We love to communicate. Let's right. make it more streamlined. Yeah. Um, I also think we're both very detail oriented. Like yeah. systems, process, you have it all figured out. And I think your clients pick up on that, especially when they need some guidance. Like when they're feeling like, I don't know what to do. I I have too much on my plate in my life. I I don't think I can tackle this, you know, very complicated process. You know, being like systems oriented and detail oriented is going to like help them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Those were all of mine that I wrote down. I love it. Okay, great. Now, I wrote down some more like niche sort of things. So as people, I'm hoping that this episode will be sort of like a self-discovery, right? Yeah. Like, well, let's talk through some of the ways you can lean into your strength in your real estate career. Um, Okay. I had some interest in real estate. Uh, Staging, obviously, we talked about that. But like you talk about investments or numbers like mm-hmm. or do you like numbers do you want to talk about investing that might be something um open house if you're a people person maybe yeah. you lean into open houses yeah right? there's some agents that do open houses so well mm-hmm. and all of the work and effort they put into leading up to it i'm always so impressed well and if you enjoy that why wouldn't you do this? okay i would consider you to be a social people person type of person mm-hmm. how do you feel like Besides an open house, you could use that in your real estate career. I think that's one of the main things that got me started when I was a new agent and didn't really have any clients at all. I used the fact that I was social and like to talk to people by joining groups groups and showing up and being like, hey, I'm going to be your secretary and take your notes and handle the emails. Um, And so I used that strength to meet people that I wouldn't have otherwise – I wouldn't have – probably join the group if I wasn't looking to increase my business. Like I did right. it for that. Yeah. You were, you're like, how do I put myself in the room with people? Yeah. More I, people. I don't have many people in my database, so I need to meet people. Yeah. So I, I like, I like that. And I wrote down a mom one. Hmm. So like your mom's strength. So if you feel like being a mom is maybe a detriment to your career or challenge, making it more challenging, lean into the fact that you're a mom. Being a mom is super easy to relate to other moms or yeah. parents. Yeah. Like it's like I have this built-in person who we can talk about and like kind of have some shared experience. 
and you also have a lot of access to groups. Yeah. There's so many mom groups. If they're, you know, online or in person, the little, you know, Jimboree where the babies go or like, you know, the mom, Baton Rouge moms social media group um, and school. Mm -hmm. Because you're a mom or a dad, you have the capacity to go to school, volunteer at school, meet a lot of people who have a fundamental thing in common with you, a kid at the school. Yeah, great. Like, this is so easy. Who's your teacher this year? Did you like the third grade? <laughs> how, did, how, you know, like it's like built in like small talk or just it's a built in way to like connect with people. Mm -hmm. So I think that instead of feeling like, oh, I'm a mom, this is going to make things harder, be like, Yay, I'm a mom. Right. Like, how can I use this to my advantage and mm -hmm. be able to spend time with my kid? So we just finished all the kindergarten open house and all of that stuff. And I'm like, how do I sign up to be room mom? I mean, I want to be as involved as possible because yeah. this is my child and it's right. my job to be in front of other people yeah. and meet new people. Right. So easy. Yes. Dual purpose. Yes. Everybody wins. Mm -hmm. Here you are participating in your child's life. And as a side, you might also increase your business. Sure. Love it. Um, okay. What about, oh, what did I say about kids also? Oh, maybe you have less dedicated work time, but you get to meet way more people with your kid. Yeah. So like maybe someone who doesn't have kids, the strength would be, well, I have a lot of focus work <laughs> time. Maybe I, you know but I don't have access to all these other people, but I sure do have a lot of time to, maybe I have a really fancy social media strategy. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm able to get on there more often and make videos or whatever. Everyone has a string. Yeah. Okay, what else? Whenever I see other people's strengths, I think my initial thought is I should be doing that too. Oh, I know. Like, you know, going back to don't let anyone shit on right, you. Right. Everything's going to be fine. But, <laughs> everything's but like be say... Fine. Say I was like, man, she's so awesome at open houses. I, I probably should get back into doing open houses every Sunday like I did when I was brand right. new. But then I, I usually like to follow that up with, but why? Is there a, something – is something not working in my business? Right. Do I need to – Do I need to do that? Do I need more buyers? Mm -hmm. Are my sellers unhappy? Is there a reason? And if the answer is no, right. like at this time – I can't think of any reason why I would go back to doing open houses every Sunday right, right now. Yes, it was wonderful when I was brand new. Right. But at this time, it's not something I should be doing. I also was – I think I was – it's been a while, but maybe even talking to you about at some point, I was feeling like I should be better on social media about it being more – pretty or informative or less because right now it's just like fun like I just right. like posting things but it, it has no rhyme or reason no and then I think you were even like but why do do you feel like you right. you need more right business from social media and I was like oh that, no 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 and you were like okay well What's making you like feel this way? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like maybe just seeing everybody else's being so pretty makes me feel like I'm missing out, but it's really just not my jam. No, and you you honestly have a really good social media strategy, even if it's not intentional. You always post your sold and tell us a story. You always post your listings and make sure that we're aware. And you always keep us informed of what you're doing in your life. Great. And I mean, look, people are really invested in your book club. Like these things happen <laughs> because you use social media. Yeah. There are lots of people who literally don't use it at all. But the good point of what you're trying to say here is like, that's not one of your strengths in your eyes. And you kept trying to make it one. Right. But it, you don't need that. Yeah. I think anytime you feel like you're picking an area that you're trying to improve on, asking yourself, why do I feel this way? Is this a problem in my business? Is mm -hmm. this something that needs correction? Because maybe you're like, I'm going to start making email templates so that I can communicate with my clients. Right. That's going to help solve problems. It's going to keep things consistent. It's going to keep you from dropping yeah. the ball. There's reason. There's purpose. But sometimes you, uh, you dig deeper into something that you're trying to improve upon and at the end of the, you know, like one of those charts that's like, if yes, go here. If right. no, yes. go here. Yes. And then at the end, it might say, you don't need this. And you're like, oh, oh 
That makes sense. Yeah, it's you're kind right. of it's kind of like permission. Now that I've thought it all the way through. Yeah, like permission to not be the expert in every area. Um in fact, I listened to a podcast this morning on Amy Porterfield where I took down a couple of quotes. The first thing she said was disciplined entrepreneurs are the ones that can stay in their lane, stay in their lane and stay with a project longer will win. So a disciplined entrepreneur, the one that can stay in their lane and stay with a project longer wins. And then she said, there's power in creating your one thing. Hmm. So realtor, realtors are famous for dealing with the shiny things syndrome, right? We love shiny things. Oh, well, let me add that. And let me, you know why? It's because there's so many ways to run your real estate business. Mm -hmm. There's so many things you could be doing. There's so many products you could be using. There's so many different types of, you know, clients you could be working with. And so all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to do all of it. And what do they say? Um, it's better to do one thing well than everything like halfway. Mm -hmm. Like just be an expert at something. Or be even like you can do anything. You can't do everything. But not everything. You can't do everything. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. What do we mention almost every episode? Email templates. You're right. We sure do. <laughs> and after every time we mention an email template, do you know what we get? Emails asking if they can have <laughs> copies of the email template. Can you send me a copy of that template? I sure. have never had one like that. That sounds great. And you know what the good news is? What? You can get all of our email templates from our course, Email Templates 101. Tell the people about it. Our course has all of the email templates you would need to send to your buyers and your sellers and your clients that are buying and selling at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> to get through every step of the transaction and giving them information that they need for where they are in the transaction. It's great because you never forget to tell them something. Yes, and we've already done all the work for you. Yeah. We wrote them and yeah. you can personalize them. Yes. And just feel organized knowing that you have all the information where it needs to be. And if you purchase Email Templates 101, you do get lifetime access. So occasionally we like to go in and make updates based on the market or if we find a new best practice. So we put that right into the template and you get that updated straight away. It just goes straight to your course. Yep. Right, it's, it's just there. It's, it's just already there. in there. It's just already there. in there. You don't even have to worry about it. We'll That's send wonderful. you an email and we'll say updated. That's great. Where can they find these email templates? You can find the email templates at email templates with an S 101.com. Email templates 101.com. Yes, head over for reviews and all of the specifics. Wonderful. Okay, enjoy. So I love that she was talking about kind of sticking with something longer. So let's say you're brand new and you just have no clue what your strengths are and you don't know what your niche is and you don't know what you want to focus on. Well, let's just pick something. Do you want to be the local events expert? Hmm. We're going to just be the local events expert. And you're going to, every week, you're going to either send out your email to your database or call your friends or post it on your social media. But somehow you're going to tell everybody what the local events are. Great. Then maybe you're going to go to a local event, take some photos of the local events, and you're going to keep doing that. Let's just say for six months, if then you feel like this isn't my thing, move on to the next thing. Do you want to be the suburb expert? I love this. I remember when we were ta I was talking to Rachel in Houston about this. She was like, it's so like different, you know, every single one and people, and they're way far apart. It's yeah. not like you, Katie is not the same as the Woodlands and you wouldn't live in, you need to know where all these different, I'm like, well, great. Just become an expert on every one. Even if you don't work in them, you can just have a referral partner in every direction, but you can be the suburb expert. Is there any one of those? Probably not because a realtor is only going to work in one. And I think one of the things that makes it a strength is that it fuels you and motivates you yeah. and you enjoy it. Yeah. I know when I went through like my little, I was trying to be more like consistent or professional on social media. And <laughs> I, I just hated it. I love your face. I with just like, hated Ugh. it. It was just not me. It wasn't natural for me. Yeah. So I was trying to lean into something I, where it's just not my space. But there right. are, are so many agents that like that is their space. Yeah. And so evaluating, mm -hmm. you know, is this something that excites me? Would I enjoy it? Those are the things that let you know it's a strength. Yeah. But you have to kind of try different things if you're new and you just or even if you're a veteran who's not sure you've ever really found your like one thing, like mm -hmm. your niche, you're like, this is what I love. 
just try some things, but give them some time and then move on. Because not only do you want to make sure they feel good to you, you do need to make sure they're producing some sort of results in your business. We're not just doing these things just to do like, okay, do you enjoy it? Is it, you know, making sense for your business? Yeah. I feel like you have to do both, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I did write down being excellent at one thing will keep you from having to do everything average. Oh, yeah. Just be really good at one thing. Are you really good at staging? Be really, like, take the courses, you know, do all the, like, be really good at it. Be great at delivering that information. Um, Another one I wrote down for real estate was the newsletter queen. I'm still waiting to find, like, but I have had a few realtors send me a newsletter and I thought, dang, that was really good. Yeah. Like, are you really good at your newsletter? I've been, That's kind of like, that. uh, you know, in our Hustle Humbly community, we're reading Atomic Habits. Yep. And he shared his newsletter, started getting hundreds of thousands oh, yeah. of people signing up for it. And I was like, in a newsletter? A newsletter. I have yet to find one that I just can't wait to get. He must be really good at newsletters. So good at newsletters. So good at newsletters. Well, I didn't even realize we're really tangent now. He wrote the book after the newsletter. Like he was already, mm-hmm. he had all these people following the newsletter and his website and he was posting basically like the pieces and parts of what this book ended up being. Yeah. Is that crazy? That is so crazy. Uh, I, which brings me to a really good, ask yourself these questions. If you had a blog, what would it be about? Mm. Alyssa Jenkins, if you had a blog, what would it be about? I actually have a a, a random blog. Okay. And it's only about crazy situations that make me go like perspective shifting situations. You know, sometimes it's like an event that happens Uh or something that I just want to remember. I love it. Or a feeling that made me go, wow. Right. Kind of like the aha moments. You're like, oh yeah. So it's a blog about basically my Mm-hmm. aha moment. I love it. That filled me with so much feeling. Uh-huh. I just had to like type it I out. I got to share this I got to just type it out. Okay. So you like to share your stories. Yeah. I wonder what would be good for you. Maybe a podcast. Oh, you, you think I'd be good at a podcast? <laughs> I think that would be perfect for I don't you. know. Tell your stories. Get them out there. The other day, so Haven went to the dentist and we were at dinner and she was like, mom, mom, tell um, Wandy, my mom, about what the dentist said. And I said, well, you tell her. You tell her about the dentist. What was it? Just nothing. Just that her adult teeth are coming in. Oh, okay. And all at one time. Oh, God. And she saw the x-ray and thought it was really cool. And I said, well, Haven, you can tell her. No, no, no. You tell. I said, Haven, just tell her about the dentist. And she said, you're the storyteller. Oh, you're like, <laughs> you're like, you're right. Fine. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to. I thought that was so funny. You're, you're going to do. You're, you're the, the storyteller. Story you yep. tell her. Yep. There you go. But I love telling stories. I, well, but not everyone does. Yeah. So maybe if you were a blog, like if I was a blogger, maybe I would do a DIY blog. Maybe yeah. I would do a staging blog. Maybe I would do a design blog. I mean, I wouldn't probably do a travel blog. Right. You know, like you'd have to travel all the time. Right. And maybe you're sitting there in your car and you're listening to us and you're like, what kind of blog would I do? That's maybe, a good question. Maybe I would do a travel blog. Well, f- that doesn't work with real estate. I'm like, well, surely it does. Use your city and see it through the eyes of a tourist. Like, mm. what are the parts of your city that are cool? Like, what are the things that people have to see? Like, treat neighborhoods like travel experiences. Yeah. I think that could totally work. Um, so that was my number one question. What, you know, if you had a blog, what would it be about? And the next one was, very simply, what are your hobbies? Hmm. Like, what are your hobbies? I know half of you are in your car pulling weeds. We had someone tag us pulling weeds yesterday. (laughs) Or maybe you're, I don't know, running, taking a walk with your dog. And you're like, hobbies? I don't have time for hobbies. I'm busy with real estate. I have these kids. I don't have any. All right, fine. What were your hobbies? Or if you could have a hobby, what would it like, what would you like to do? And I think to find your strengths, you have to be taking care of yourself. Yeah. Because that is if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not listening to yourself, right. you're not, you know, rejuvenating yourself. So there's no way for your strengths to shine. No, no. You you have to take care of yourself. So if you have no hobbies, mm-hmm. we need to get you some. Yes. Fix this. Hobbies are not huge either. No. Do you like watching trash TV? Fine. It's still a hobby. You can find a way to marry that with real estate. Maybe you talk about your favorite TV shows in your newsletter. 
Bachelor Nation is a whole online community. Believe me, there are <laughs> lots of buyers and sellers who might just work with you because you're like a bachelor aficionado. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, yes. That's like the one client that, that asked me to be their agent by saying, will you accept this rose? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, I was chosen. Oh, yeah, They were interviewing multiple word. agents. They were interviewing. And she was like, okay, well – as long as we're done by seven with the interview, because I, I gotta, have to watch the I Bachelor, watch and I was this. like, "Oh my gosh, me too!" And then, like the next day, she was like, I, "I just, I just loved you. Will you accept this rose and be my realtor?" And you were like, "Yes." yes. Yeah. It never, ever, ever, ever hurts to just see be like yourself. trash TV. If that's your thing, it can get you a listing. Play into that. Exactly. Play into it. Oh my gosh. Okay, I had another example of some like a kind of niche you might have. What if you're like a home improvement expert mm. and then you were sharing project picks, prices, vendors, actual mat- materials you use? Just think about how many questions people ask you about the flip. So many. When you post. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that tile. Where do you get that tile? Oh, how do you find a contractor? Oh, can you imagine if your like real estate vibe was I'm the project girl? Yeah. And I can tell you how to here, I'm gonna tell you how to quickly get your mailbox looking brand new. Here's the paint I use. Here's the guy I called to do it. Are you in my city? Here's his number. Yeah. Like, it's a good idea. Oh my gosh. There's just like no short, um, there's no shortness to the number of ways you could use your strength mm-hmm. and have fun with it. Yeah. Because real estate can really go and it, it is about your personality because people are hiring you for your knowledge and your ability to serve them, but also because they have to spend time with you. Yeah. Like what I what we I we spend like. a lot of time with well, our clients. Yeah, especially you the buyers. Mesh well, right? They're going to be more excited to work with me if they don't have design sense, but they want to buy a house that needs some work, and yeah. I have design sense, right? Yeah, I'm like, oh great, you can You're help a me huge asset to them. pick a color, perfect. Or you can help me um, figure out how to garden this backyard, perfect. There's so many hobbies that can transfer to real estate. Yeah. I think you could look my old broker before I was ever there, her, her marketing campaign was, um, fishing. She loved to like go offshore fishing and she would like basically bring in fishing in the way you like find a house or like do your home search or like she would basically marry her love of fishing into her marketing for real estate. It was so cute. That is cute. But there's just, my sister like loves puns. (laughs) Okay. uh, officially a homeowner <laughs> for uh, for the fishing uh, girl. Yes, okay? exactly. <laughs> but like, do you know how funny that would be if you were like the pun oh, realtor? <laughs> there's oh so many. God, there's so for her, many. Um, for at her wedding in uh-huh. like my speech, I wrote it using only puns. Oh, I love it. In was honor she, of her. Because she everybody into it? Yeah, she loved it. And so it was just, it was just so fun. fun. Like, but that's kind of what she became known for yeah okay you can also become known for things this is not real estate related oh yeah but like (laughs) people i don't people become known for the weirdest things i've had friends who became known for porcupines and then they always end up with porcupine stuff or like turtles or my mom is the tiny box collector i don't even know if she loves tiny boxes that much now but it's like every gift here's another tiny Tiny box That's hilarious. But you know how people just get known for something? Like you're the old bathroom. Yes, I'm known for the old bathrooms. People tag me in that all the time. I don't even have an old bathroom, but I sure do think they're cool. Yeah. It's so great to have a thing. It is funny. Or five things. Like people send me trees. Yes. If you go to my website, AlyssaJenkins.com, click on the trees tab. Uh And if you've ever been like, oh my gosh, I saw this tree and thought of you, Mm -hmm. it's on my website. I love it. There's so many things you could do. so many things you could do. Um, Here's some other kind of specific to real estate and how it could be helped. Are you good at marketing? Maybe you even study marketing or maybe you just love marketing. Make sure that your your sphere, your clients, your people know I am a marketer. That's why I love listings. I'm going to be really making your house shine and like coming up with the clever slogans and like mm-hmm. we're going to really, you know, make this happen. Every house is like a launch, you know. Yeah. You really could. So That's, I think you just got me excited. You're like, I can do that. Yeah. Wow. Um, also, I had um, <laughs> I had therapist slash conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. You just have to talk about your experiences. So if that is your jam, it's so useful in real estate, but maybe you're going to have to help your 
people understand why. Like, why is it, why do I care? Well, you know, the wife really wanted to have a house with a pool and the husband really wanted to live in the country. And, you know, there was a lot of butting heads and we had to compromise and do this. Yeah. And I was able to talk them both through it and everyone's happy. And they're like, oh, yeah. You're right. You know what it makes me think of? What? <laughs> what is that um, movie where it opens up? It's like the beginning and they're like trying to settle their divorce papers but they're fighting and oh. then he's like come on guys come on guys it's vince vaughn oh my god and he's like it's remember it's, Rem it's wedding crashers yeah wedding crashers <laughs> but he's like remember remember back then and da, da, da. and then and then they kind of are like looking at each other and he's like you can have the car She's right. like, well, I guess you can have the whatever. Right. And oh my God. And it, they come to this like peaceful resolution. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm just like Vince Vaughn in, yep. the, in the Wedding Crashers. You know what other movie that makes me think of? Um, Enchanted. <laughs> and, and she's like, they're getting divorced, and he's like the divorce attorney, and she's like, but why? <laughs> she's beautiful, and, and he's so great. And they and they were like, you're right. Yeah, why? You're like, why, why are you doing this? But but why? That's hilarious. Oh, you could even do that. All the ways you can resolve conflict for your clients. I'm just like whatever an Amy Adams in yeah, Enchanted. Enchanted. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's amazing. Um, okay, I have another uh, story that I wanted to, or like an idea. So remember, I don't know if we've, I think we've talked about this on the show before. My first and only buyer's agent was my assistant that then got her license. And so she, we became a team and she was my buyer's agent for a little while. Um, she had a an enormous sphere. She was phenomenal at being present and available and participating within her community of people that were hers, right? Yeah. But when but when we took her on, we had all these online leads. And we're like, hey, we really want you to turn these online leads. But she hated the cold leads, cold call. Like none of that was her jam. But she flourished in real estate because she loved her sphere and she enjoyed reaching out to them and she was always you know like present with her people and it makes me think about Whitney and how you'd be like here's this sign call and she'd be like turn these people Great. no problem yes, yes. so it's just like there are all these different ways to get there and maybe you love talking to strangers because you don't feel like nervous or worried that they're going to look at you weird because you know you've known them your whole life yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. like whitney was great at talking to strangers rebecca was <laughs> not great at talking she wanted to talk to people she knew like yeah. it just Everybody has their thing. That's why I told Whitney, like, you need to be at open house every Sunday. Right. Because that's her jam. People meet you right. and they just love you. And they feel like after right. two minutes, y'all have known each other for oh, life and y'all are probably life. friending each other on Facebook before yes. they leave the house. Yeah. That's not really my strength. Right. I mean, making friends is a skill. Yeah. Like, you're going to be a great agent, but you might not be their bestie. Right. That's okay. I know. That's, Sometimes it feels okay. like you're like, oh, yeah. how can I be best? I, I'm going to tell you a secret. I, I don't have time for that many friends in my right. life. Like, because maybe I just want to go a little deeper. And so, like, I it's think I've shared this before, but a few years ago, our company hired a Chick fil A trainer came to our Wait, company. What? Yeah. I don't remember We this. had a big conference. It was the whole company, okay. not just my office. It okay. was in New Orleans. We traveled. And she came to just talk about like customer service. Okay. And I was so excited. And I was also in a stage where I was, I was feeling like after the transaction ended, I wasn't I was keeping in touch with my clients, but like we weren't best we weren't best you friends, were besties. you know, and we yeah. were best friends when we were house hunting, and then it just ends. But she even said, like, you you don't have to be best friends mm -hmm. with every single one of your clients. You just have to serve them well, well. And that way when their time comes again, they think of you. Yeah. And I had this revelation like, like this permission was granted to relax yeah. and be like i can care about my people after the closing but like after the closing 
They have fled the nest. Right. I don't have to We're, be in their life every day. No. Like the realtor that just keeps on. Right. You know, I, I show up in their life a couple times a year through letters or social media. Right. And, and then if they need me, they know where to find me. Yeah. It's okay that it's I'm okay. not hanging out with them all the time. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to. No. But I was really struggling. I was very down on myself that mm-hmm. after closing – I felt like I should have been better about being like their right. best friend. But that isn't your strength. It's not my strength. I wouldn't have the time. No. And while I am an extrovert, I'm not super bubbly. Well, you know that. But I'm <laughs> You're, Okay, go on. But but after like talking so much, I need to be quiet. Like, I need some downtime. I believe you to be maybe the same that I am, and I discovered, it is an extroverted introvert. Have you heard of this? I love it. So, like, you can do that, like, be out there, but then you need to, like, okay, now I'm going to have to reset. Like, I need to be alone. Nobody talk to me. Like, got to get into my little cave, go, like, be alone for a bit. Either way. But- Knowing who you are, are you super extroverted? Are you introverted? It's not that introverts can't sell real estate. You just have to figure out how to lean into your strengths. Maybe you are great on social media because you're not in front of people. Mm-hmm. But it, there's just a million ways to do it. Yeah. There's just a million and ways I to do it. And I even saw myself shift. So this is crazy. Whenever I did Louisiana Realtor Leadership, mm-hmm. we did this personality test. Um, Emergenetics. It was so cool. I don't know Emergenetics. Anyways, we took a personality assessment. It's it's colors. Okay. Red, yellow, green, blue. What are you? I was the biggest red in the whole class. (gasps) This is before I had kids. Okay. Okay. You were like, oh, red. This was – she, they the the guy doing the test was like, I've never seen someone this red. You're the reddest person. You're the reddest there is. And that basically meant just – over the top social talking to people. Yeah. FOMO is real. I'm not going to miss a thing. Right. Like I'm going to be at everything. Okay. Love it. And then after I had kids, it changed. Not the same. Because what I learned was before I could go to work and give it like a hundred percent of my energy and spend two hours at a listing right. appointment. And then I could go home and just like sit on the couch quietly and watch TV. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore. Right. Like I have to Different come demands. home yeah. and talk more mm-hmm. and negotiate yeah. and discipline and laugh and listen to things that don't make sense to me and say, wow, cool. Right. Okay. I, so I can't just come home and uh-huh. sh- and shut it off. Yep. So now it's like I have to evenly disperse. Maybe you're not all the way my red resource. anymore. I'm not. I retook everything. You did? You redid Yeah. And I just had a lot more green, uh-huh. which is a little bit more like structure. Okay. Um, Like, you know, this listing appointment is going to take 45 minutes and I'm out. Yeah. More just, you right. know, restraint. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that being said, he even said, your personality tests and your the things that you lean into will change depending on your season of life. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So, so whatever your personality test was in college is probably not right. the same as it is 15, 20 years later. No doubt. And understanding like where you are right now mm-hmm. and what you are able to do right now is so important too. So important. We've been talking a lot about seasons of life lately. Well, <laughs> it sort of is just – but you know why? Because people don't recognize that living your life is fluid. Mm-hmm. It's not, I am red and I'll always be red and I won't ever change or I'll always be this and like we everything. Evolve. You Well, it's always changing. Yeah. It's always changing. We do talk about the seasons of life yeah. a lot. <laughs> well, it's very aware that – you're in tune with yourself. Right. So that you can properly run your business. Yeah, and be happy. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you're not just doing it to make money. You're also hoping for it to be a fulfilling, a happy environment. You m- very likely have left another career that wasn't that way. So, you know, how can we get there? Well, mm-hmm. if you're doing what you love and you're marrying your hobby with your business, great. And if something's not working, yeah. if there's something that needs to be done, and you hate doing it, and it's not working, 
maybe it is time to find a new agent and yeah. say, hey, would you mind doing this for my business? I'll pay you this yeah. much. Or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to outsource something. Right. If it's not your strength but needs to be done, Yeah, there's still things that have you can't just drop the ball. Yeah. But I think evaluating mm-hmm. when you can make more space for what you are good at and really embrace your strengths, that's when you – you thrive. Well, those right, those things are life giving, so they make you have more energy mm-hmm. instead of sucking it out of you. Yes, I've never been happier than when I hired the CPA to just do all. I'm like, just do it all. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to do it all. <laughs> Name I know, your price. I know that it ha- <laughs> I know that it has to be done. I don't want to do it. It's worth it. It's just like hiring a cleaning person. Like, yeah, I, I know it needs to be done. I, I it's going to take me all day, or I can just pay you, and I can make money doing my job while mm-hmm. you're doing. Like, it, we just especially female entrepreneurs put so much pressure on themselves to do all the things. Oh my gosh. Oh, I can just do it all. I'm going to just do it all. Yeah. No, please don't do it all. No. Figure out what your strengths are. Do that. That's it. Just that. <laughs> Outsource everything else. Everything else <laughs> goes away. Okay. I feel like I'm, I'm, I've reached all of my... Uh, I enjoyed this. So great. Yeah. This was a good one. Okay. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. Are you ready for a toast, my friend? Yeah. Okay. Today's toast comes to us from Ashley Mitchell. And Ashley Mitchell is in Round Top, Texas. Okay. I've always wanted to go to the antique. They have that big, giant antiques market in oh, Round Top. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. It's like maybe twice a year. I don't know. Ashley can tell me. Um, all right. So Ashley said, I would love to toast our transaction coordinator, Jessica Bacon. It was spelled different than that. So she told me in parentheses, Bacon. Oh, okay. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, yes. It, well, I'm going to just tell you, spell B-E-K-E-N. Oh, Okay, moving on. Jessica Bacon. Jessica uh, came to our office after I had a really bad real estate and personal year. I was not looking forward to having to meet company goals instead of trying to meet my personal career goals. She has been nothing but encouraging and supportive to my real estate career. She is always available to help with any issues. She provides us with new educational resources and has brought in many training opportunities to our office. She is a great problem solver and cheerleader. I am with a small boutique real estate office in Round Top, Texas. Round Top Real Estate. This is the perfect toast for leaning into your strengths. Because she came along at just the right time. Just the right time. I love it. So cheers to Jessica. She sounds awesome. Yeah. Thank you to Ashley. Maybe one day I'll come visit you in Round Top. That would be fun. That would be so fun. Okay. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.